Downstage left at the theater podcast where we talk a little, laugh a lot, and know nothing. Oh, buddy, you did sure. it. Sure. What we're just talking about is Lauren is going to, we just, while we were recording, like went over our plan. Yeah, we have so like that's, a whole list of things. In case you're ever like, sure, they seem organized and we're stuff. We're not. We're just not. <laughs> at all. Um, I, okay, Lauren, oh, one of the first things I think we have to talk about. Oh, my God. Yes. Is, uh, guys, Christopher Fitzgerald noticed us. Thank you so much, Chris Fitz. I, sorry. Oh my I've God. Been, like, oh my God. You're still calling him that after <laughs> he has acknowledged us. We are still yeah. calling him Chris maybe Fitz. Maybe he's listening and maybe, maybe, I don't think he's listening, but Here's maybe he thing. is. Who knows? Uh, what's enjoyable is he has since like beyond his episodes liked other oh my posts God. and stuff. Uh, potentially he'd like the one where I was like, he noticed us, which is lovely. But, um, as always, it happened in like the, the least inconvenient, the most inconvenient time for me to try to contact Lauren because it happened, in, I, it happened in the middle of the day. It was so good. Lauren is a teacher. So even though it happened in the middle of the day at work for me, who cares? But Lauren is like teaching the youth teaching of a, the, ch- the future. Mold in mind. So, um, guys, it was amazing because my, the notifications went off and it was like, you know, someone was like, I saw like the little Instagram icon and I was like, okay. And then I looked, and it was him. And then, guys, he politely walked into our DMs. Oh yeah, he didn't slide. He just like no, it's a polite like in. hello, like <laughs> hello. Um, how are you? In which it really truly was. Uh, if you haven't seen it, because I, I think I posted this, but he said I noticed you with a smiley face, oh. which I was like, first of all, oh he is, he is not only like he could have just left that on the comment, yeah. and then I said uh, thank you for notice, noticing us and for the follow. We think you are as rad uh, as you are talented, and he said love it. Let's talk someday. Oh my god! But he here's the thing. He didn't have to put that. Nope. He could, he literally could have just hearted my message and never talked to us again. It's true. He, he did not honest. need to respond. Um, he also follows us. Uh, so that is like an exciting time. Oh um, I called. I texted you. <laughs> no, and here's the thing. You texted me and it was so vague, but also urgent. So it was like, yeah, Lauren in all caps. Yeah. And you're like, call me as soon as you get this. Yeah. And I was like. Oh my god, is she gonna die? Like, what's happening? Like, I thought I like you were how that's always your first uh, like know. thought is like I'm dying, well, in which I would text you about that and be like, "Bud, call me, I'm well, dying." No, I didn't really think you were dying. I really was concerned that there was something wrong with because remember that one oh, time, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. SoundCloud went down and all of our episodes sure. disappeared for like three days or not three days, three minutes, and then they came back. And so I was worried it was something like that. So I was like, okay, well, this is probably really important. So I yeah. gotta like get on. It was it. more important. It was. And so I called you in like in the middle like, between classes, not in the middle of the class. Oh my god. That would have been uh, amazing. <laughs> we were like, yeah, bud, what's up? And I'm like, hey. And I'm like, well, what's that noise? And you're like, um, <laughs> just class. Kidding. It's fine. Um, they're doing a thing. Uh, the kids are like singing. Sure. And um, and so, but it was like in between classes, silent in my hallway, could not make. All the noise I wanted to make, which is exactly what happened when Carrie Butler sure, did this. Sure. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Well, that's my favorite thing is for things like this to happen. And then for me to call you when you have to be like, ah, like just <laughs> very quiet and cannot make noise. Well, the other thing is you called me from like your school phone yeah. or something. So yeah. the first time my phone rang, I was like, I don't know that number. Nope. And I declined it because I was like, I don't know who this is. Yeah, I And then you were said. like, I'm calling you. And I was like, Oh shit! That was yeah. That was you. I just, well, and it's complicated because like we don't get service in our building like at all. Like that's why the Wi-Fi like we just chat via Messenger sure. works. And then, <laughs> um, 
I can only call out from my classroom and people can't call in from outside. So it's a real sure. thing where oh, yeah. like if I have to call a parent, for example, it's very complicated for me to even talk to a parent if they sure. don't want to talk to me. So it's it's oh. fine. Yeah. Like if I call them and they don't answer right away, I they have can't to, like, they can't call you back. No, I have to leave a message and say, hey, shoot me an email for like when it, like and tell me when is a good time for me to call you back. It's like very frustrating. Sure. Um, is- or they can call the front office and be like, can I get Mrs. Newer's voicemail? Which is also fine. They can send they can leave me a message. Sure. That's say, weird. This is when is a good time to call me back. But it makes sense because we can't have parents just, like, calling in the middle of class to interrupt. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Um, And I think maybe there is, like, a thing where, like, after school you can call into a classroom. But I don't know because I don't get phone calls. No one cares about me. So, Well, (laughs) you don't have – you potentially don't have the same problem children in that way that potentially other classrooms have. But – uh, it was, uh, as always, uh, I was very excited. And I also was at work in which nobody cares. And I <laughs> so was like, like ah! sure, where I was like, nobody cares, nobody cares. <laughs> oh, God. And then. Who can I tell? Sure. And then um, was like, oh, but I do have rehearsal tonight with my high school kids. And they were all very excited. They will, and care. So, guys, I mean, guys, we're like, we're two for, we're two for four. We're, fi- we're batting 500 right now, which, Nailing. like, honestly is pretty good. And, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We have to think, I have to think about who our next quest is and, uh, we'll go from there. But like, listeners, if you want us to work with a person and like, look at their body of work and you're like, Hey, this is my favorite person. Like, tell us who it is. And maybe we'll, maybe that's the next quest. Who knows? We have some ideas, but, um, and really when I say we have some ideas, Karen has ideas and I'm just like, yeah, man. (laughs) I mean, it's a, here's the thing. It is a team effort because it is like our podcast, but Mm -hmm. it is a little bit my, it's driven by me. It's your, your bit. It's my, it's my bit. Sure. It's my shtick. So, uh, I'm just happy to be here. Sure. Just happy to be here. Uh, so yeah. Cheryl, notice uh, me by extension, but really you. So, uh, no, no, no. I mean, here's the thing. Well, it's a fun thing because we've picked, I think, interesting people where, uh, we're not picking like mainstreamers. Like we're not doing like a Kristen Chenoweth or like some or like a Kelly O'Hara or somebody. No, we're we're picking some interesting people who I think have done interesting work. Well, Karen Butler, um, and that's kind of fun. Argue is like mainstream ish. Mainstream ish. Medium yeah. mainstream. I think she's medium mainstream. Yeah, she should be more mainstream. But yeah, just, I mean, honestly, this is my opinion. Hello. Uh, but you, thank you again for noticing us, Carrie Butler, still our, her original queen. Um, we, we stand Carrie always. Yeah. I mean, but I think that's who, like, in the vein of who we're going after in that way, I don't foresee us going after, like... I mean, surely not Idina Menzel. Well, we can't now because you burned her to the ground in I, the last couple episodes. I stand by it. I sure, don't... my kids were shook. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Southland kids. I don't know. I just am sure. not a fan of her voice. Again, she's probably very nice and very fun. I don't know. If she does notice us, like, I'm so sorry for the insults, but I just don't. I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. You know what, though? I think that's a thing that's fine. Where you can be, like, a preference of, I don't like your, I'm not a fan of your voice. I think that's normal. Yeah. There's certain people that I don't like. We maybe talked about this where I think maybe we were the Phantom episode. Perhaps. Sarah Brightman oh, we did talk was about yes. like known for playing Chris. She originated that role mm-hmm. and was like his muse and like whatever. Mm-hmm. I hate her voice. I think it's not good. Sure. But I'm sure she's like, but she's still very talented and like probably, I don't know. I've heard things. She's not a nice person, but, uh-huh. but you know, whatever, but it's not my favorite. That is not my favorite person singing that song. Yeah. Uh, those songs. So <laughs> just the one. Yeah, I know all of them, but um, <laughs> so you know, I just it's like one of those things. So sorry, Idina Menzel, like no disrespect to you. Um, I I th- I think she's fine. Like she probably doesn't care what we think about her. If I'm being honest, because, my God, what like, if this was keeping her up at night? <laughs> she's like these bitches from Michigan. Poor woman. Um, 
Well, and the other part about it, too, is I've had to listen to a lot of her stuff because I, like, I've sung a lot of the things that she has also sung sure. through similar voice types. And hopefully I don't sound like her. But, like, I played Maureen and <laughs> Rent once. And, like, I sure. had to do a lot of, like, Frozen stuff when I was, like, a sure. party princess. So I sang a lot of Let It Go. Um, I've sung a lot of Wicked stuff. So it's like, I, I just don't. Uh, um well like i we kind of like i said we without getting back into it it's one of those funny things like when you hear her you're like okay but when you hear other people sing her stuff yeah in like maybe a better way yep. you're like oh oh yeah sure that's that's how i feel about it sure. so anyway that's to reiterate um anyway uh so spooky season <laughs> sure thing is speaking, going on speaking of um this episode i believe will drop hang on let me just double check it it's gonna drop on the 19th great um so my halloween party is this coming saturday um and i'm really excited about it i have a very fun like musical theater costume that i'm like so excited <laughs> sure to, like, we'll post pictures oh god i can't wait um last night i went to my friend had like a housewarming but she called it like a haunted housewarming so she was like Ooh. wear halloween stuff if you want or don't so i have this like blazer that has just like it's like a kind of like a david pumpkins style from <laughs> snl yeah sure. but Love it's that. got like just like bats and pumpkins and crap all over sure, it. you would have oh it's great and i didn't take any pictures of it <gasps> and i'm really upset because it was really cool and i like pulled the colors from the blazer and did some cool makeup and of course took no pictures <laughs> so upset. in the world i know i made a really bad choice sure you blew it i just don't like i'm not a person that is like walking around like taking selfies of themselves sure all the time. i mean same and i i don't ever want to be that person because i'm basic <laughs> i'm basic enough as it is karen i can't sure, also you can't be the, you the have to like give that up yeah, so I have um, one thing I don't do, and that's I don't photograph myself. And then no one at the party also is, like, no one was that person either. So I was like, wow, oh, shit, I really blew it. So I have regrets. But that's okay. Uh, I'll recreate it somewhere. Um, so anyway, <laughs> okay. spooky season exists, and it's still happening, and I'm sure really excited it. about it. Because uh, I freaking love Halloween. Sure. I continue. Do you know what I love? The Pumpkin. Halloween <laughs> peanut M&Ms I bought. I find those colors fun. Yeah. <laughs> They're delicious. They are delicious. And you know what? The colors matter, okay? They sure, do. it's a fun purple and like a different green and bright, uh, orange like and, and green. Uh, black, I think. Oh, I didn't see black in there. No, I think you're right. I don't think black's in there. Anyway. Uh, but they're delicious. So that's a, that's my extent of me loving spooky season. <sighs> but Lauren, it. how are we going to continue spooky season on the pod? Today, we're going to talk about um, a flop that I'm really excited about. Because sure, you, so we weird. have talked about this, I think, offline a, a couple times. Of time. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about a musical uh, called Tanz der Vampire, which uh, translates to Dance of the Vampires in German. Um, and uh, I just love this. <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> why did it flop? Uh, who could say? I don't know. Um, it's a musical. It is a remade from, it was inspired by the 67 Roman Polanski film. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> and Polanski directed the German language production. Sure, this um, podcast does not support yeah. scumbag Roman Polanski. Hard pass but, on that. But us, anyway, um, music. Uh, let me see. The music is composed by Jim Steinman. I don't know who that is, so that's fine. Sure, he did, apparently did not go on to do very much more, but that's I don't know. fine. Here's the thing: Could you Google that dude for me real quick? Sure. Because I I have a follow up question later on about okay. Jim Steinman. Um, and anyway, book and lyrics were lit- written by, the German book oh. and lyrics were written by Michael Kunze. R.I.P. Jim Stein. Oh, I'm so sorry, Jim. <laughs> sure, he died in, uh, April, oh no, my niece's birthday. April oh. 19th, 2021, so last year. Oh my god, that's recent, Jim. Yeah, I'm so he, sorry. So he was an American composer, lyricist, and record producer. Um. What did he, 
Sure. He did a lot of work with, this maybe makes sense in terms of a timing. He, his work included Bonnie, stuff for Bonnie Taylor and Meatloaf, including Bad Out of Hell, which is like one of Meatloaf's most prolific things. Okay. Did you um, say Bonnie Tyler? Yes. Okay, great. As in Turnaround. Okay. That explains some things. Some of the songs? Um, sure. Just one thing, but I, I'll get there when I sure. get there. Sure. He helped produce Total Eclipse of the Heart. Mm-hmm. Whoa. He worked with Air Supply, Making Love Out of Nothing at All. Meatloaf's I Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That. Uh, Barry Manilow's Read em and Weep. Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me Now. Wow. Sure. Th- those are some, honestly, some pretty decent songs. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are some things that are flying together for me. So uh, yep. I'm going to jump into the plot because it's long. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so okay. here sure. we go. It's long. I'm um, just going to go ahead and just throw this out there. I... Um, took german for four years in high school i took german for two years yeah yeah i feel confident about my pronunciation but if i say something wrong i deeply apologize do you want to know a fun side tangent about my german so i took german in high school for like no reason (laughs) i I didn't have a good reason but when i got to college we had like a sure liberal arts college the best out there but uh we had a language requirement to graduate and i somehow tested out of german what <laughs> and i was like how like genuinely how like yeah. i took like what the placement exam or whatever and they were like sure you are already in like german like 202 and i was like i'm sorry i've skipped three sections of this german no freaking way man uh so that is Must what i'm gonna really... tell you i remember nothing yeah i can say my name uh-huh and that is all i was able to translate some of these um <laughs> titles. Oh, okay. But the titles are translated in uh, in the synopsis. Sure, I see that. But oh, I was, I like, listening that. to some of the recording, and I was looking at, like, because it's all in German, and I was, like, looking at the titles, and I was like, oh, I know what that says. Like, I know what that says. Sure. So I felt good about that. Okay. Uh, fun, like, side tangent. It's not that fun. It's actually really sad. My uh, high school German teacher just, like, recently passed away. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like... I'm, everybody, so sorry. This spooky <laughs> so episode is turning into also R.I.P.'s really left, dark. right, and center. And she was just so sweet and wonderful, and I loved her so much. She actually accidentally came to see one of my shows in the last couple of years. Oh. Like, she had a friend that was in it, so that was, like, really exciting. It was, like, the last time I saw um, her. I had one good German teacher in high school, and then the other one uh, was maybe the worst, and it's the only time I've ever had to sure meet like an honor roll in everything student yeah uh, i had to have a meeting with my assistant principal her and my parents because wow. of my in-class behavior oh because she was that bad yeah wow. and i was like what okay. and she made up straight up lies not over it 20 plus years later uh i think oh, she might be dead mrs malkovic uh if you're alive and listening from malkovic i absolutely hate, not I continue to hate you um, she hated my brother too that's how old she was when i got there she had my brother oh and your but brother's like older than you by a lot sure by a million years and also <laughs> We couldn't, there's no way she could have associated that we're related because my brother's a white man. So, and you're Korean. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. I know. You have the last, same last name, though. Yeah, but like 16 years later. I don't know. Is it a common last name where you grew up? No. Do you know what? Nave is not super common, but it is more common than you would think. Okay. I believe that. Mm hmm. Yeah, anyway, Frau Brady was great, and I, this is not, like, the way that I'm going to honor her. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm <laughs> trying my best. You're just going to desecrate her memory by being like, here's a weird und, musical. Uh, uh, but I'm I'm going to sure. do my best effort. I'm going to make my best effort to pronounce these German words as well as I can sure, get for that Frau. deep in your throat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey-o. Here we go. Uh, why are you like this? Act one. Sometime in the late 19th century, just vaguely, 
Uh, Professor Abronzius and Alfred, his bumbling assistant. Oh, okay. Alfred's just the assistant. Um, arrive in a small Jewish shuttle somewhere in the Carpathians. <laughs> Where they hope to move, uh, prove the professor's theory that vampires exist. So this is this is the whole plot. Oh, I should mention too, this is the European plot, and apparently the Broadway version was rewritten, and we can talk about that later because sure. I don't know what's changed, but that's fine. Um, nearly freezing oh, to the <laughs> this is long. Holy it's shit. very long. Okay, sorry, um, but hooray! Yeah, nearly freezing to death in the woods. Um, the, I get, there's a song that's called "He Ho He." <laughs> Gustav, Gustav. The two were taken in by Chagall, um, an innkeeper who spends most of his free time lusting after Magda. Sure. I, yeah, okay, fine. A beautiful chambermaid. Much to his disdain of his long-suffering wife, Rebecca. So he's re- married to Rebecca. He's got this chambermaid he just thinks is super hot, and her name is Magda. And they sing a song called No. Blausch. I already fucked no it blach. up. No Blach. No Blach. Yeah, you're right. It would be No Blach. And that is Garlic. The song is called Garlic. That's the first song that people sing in in this show. Sure. I listen to this song and it's not This good. gives me shades of Gutenberg the musical. <laughs> it's not. It, that's the thing is it's not as sarcastic as you think it I is. I know. Uh, but so sure. I, I'm going to describe some of the music to you um, because I started listening to this a little on my way here, a little yeah. this morning while I was like waking up, which sure, was sure, maybe sure. the wrong choice, but. Sure. It's a <laughs> it's choice. Like, like, it was a choice um it's like love never dies meets little shop of horrors uh because it's got this oh, like no attempt- are- no it's not good. very far away from each other <laughs> oh no it's got like an attempt at an epic musical but doesn't quite get there but then there's some love never dies. yeah oh okay some campiness of little shop but it's little shop it's not i don't think it's intended campiness i think it's accidental huh. okay which is wild worse it's worse okay okay so anyway they sing a song called garlic and (laughs) sorry i forgot (laughs) (laughs) upon noticing countless sightings of garlic hung from like everywhere um like around people's necks and shit sure is confident that he's like finding his goals like there are definitely vampires here because everyone's wearing garlic sure um immediately starts like asking shagal for information he's like tell me all the things um the villagers are like definitely frightened and they pretend to be oblivious (laughs) which i love um and they silence the local fool who manages to blurt something about the castle and the count that lives there there's a count that lives there after exploring the rooms in which they are staying um (laughs) the song is called Bitte meine Herren, which is please gentlemen. I think that's also like a song title in like cabaret, if I'm being oh, honest. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. But uh, that's fine. Sure. Mm. Okay. Alfred discovers that he is smitten by Chagall's beautiful 17 year old daughter, Sarah, which is like a very white sounding name or like very like sure, Sarah. American sounding name. Um, is it Sarah? Sarah? Sure. Are they, they're Jewish? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Sarah is a Jewish name. That's yeah. fair. Okay. That's okay. fine. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, Chagall is very protective of his child, um, going as far as, like, to board her <laughs> up in her room so she wouldn't, like, bathe around the two guests. And that's fine. Um, you know, real Rapunzel style. Uh, that song is called Eine schöne Tochter ist ein Segen, which is, uh, my beautiful daughter is a blessing. That's gross. <laughs> I don't like I don't, anything that's happening. Sure, that's a rough context <laughs> time, I think, yeah. So anyway. I don't love that. It's not good. Um, 
that night, Sarah and Alfred sing about their mutual attraction Ew. together, which is gross. Uh, Chagall tries to coerce his way into Magda's bed. So there's a lot of things happening. Sure, a lot, a of, lot of, of horny people. Time. Like, Jesus, <laughs> all right. really gross. Okay. Um, Abronzius is uh, swiftly knocked in the head by Chagall's wife. Don't know what the point of that is, but that's fine. And they all sing a song called Never Seen um, or Nigazin, but sure. Never Seen is fine also. Um, unbeknownst to Alfred, late at night, Sarah is serenaded by a mysterious stranger, promising her eternal life <laughs> and power in the, so- in the song called God is Tote or God is Dead. Sure. Who, and- I wonder who that mysterious stranger is. Hey. Okay, so here's where I'm going to bring this up. Because in the middle of this song. <laughs> oh, no. In the middle of the song, he sings like the melody, which is not that recognizable. But then in the middle of the song, it's like, you know, that part of Total Eclipse of the Heart? Yeah. Where he's like, the da 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 all of the time. Yeah. Ah! It's that. That's oh. the melody. It's just in there. It's just inserted in the song. Oh, Very shit. weird. And oh, then no. he goes back to like whatever was the beginning of the song. Oh, no. Not for the last time in the show does Total Eclipse of the Heart show up. But sure, that's-, that's here's the thing. That's tough because that song is super recognizable. Um, <laughs> listeners of the pod, Lauren and I have sang that song we together. Um, <laughs> so I'm just saying. But- okay. Um. So the crazy part about this is like, I listened to a lot of the music, not all of it, because I was like kind of done with it after sure. a while. This is the only melody that is ever recognizable well, outside it's because of it's the already of recognizable but that's okay but like, no no no. Yeah. i'm saying like there's no other pop music oh, put sure. in this show oh, okay. it's just this song oh. and then a bunch of new shit i think here's the thing hardcore fans of tons de vampire let me know if i'm wrong but i sure. think i'm right it's i don't know i kind of want to listen to just be like oh no but that one song is just uh you know uh huey lewis is a want to drug like <laughs> I don't know, you know, well, Ghostbusters. Like well, and I was wondering, is like, is any of his other work in it? Sure. Like you well, said, he's... he worked on Total Eclipse of Heart. I was like, yeah. well, that makes a lot of sense now. Sure, we're like, sure, that well, makes it into the show. Yeah, well, yes, and so like, I made Alan listen to part of the show that uses Total Eclipse of the Heart, and I was like, listen to this, please, because it's in German, right? And it's weird. Oh my god. Anyway, okay. uh, we're gonna get to the next part of it, and it's crazy. Okay. Um. So anyway, he sings "God Is Dead," um, and that's fine, and it's also Total Eclipse of the Heart. The next morning, Professor. The, I'm sorry, the professor. I almost said Professor Bear. That's not this oh, guy. Oh, Bear. <laughs> Great. Sure. The next morning, the professor uh, bears witness to a small business business exchange between Chagall and Kukul. Kukul? Kukul? Sure. He's a he's a hunchback, and he lives in the woods somewhere. So just in Whoa, case you they're really head. bringing all the yeah. universes together. No, it's a lot. Um, We've got a hunchback named Kukul or whoever. We've got a professor and his... Uh, assistant Alfred. We have Chagall who owns this inn and he's got a wife and also he really likes a Magda. side piece. Yeah, a side piece. And a daughter. Um, and a daughter named Sarah and Alfred and Sarah are like a thing. I just feel like it's important to recap this because I'm getting I know. Already. This is a lot to have happen in the first paragraph of this right? uh, summary. But That's anyway. I, I think it's going to be a little bit like the pirate queen where you're like, there's too much shit going on. There right is now. too. I'm already going to tell you. I already feel that way. It's but. a lot. Sure, keep going. Um, anyway, so there's a business. Uh, the Hunchback is, like, living somewhere in the woods, and they sing a song called All Us Is Hell, which is, like, all of, everything's bright. Um, he inquires about an odd man, and they sing a song called, that translates to truth. But Chagall refuses to discuss the matter, 
Um, we don't know who the odd man is. Maybe sure, fun, but they it. sing a freaking song they about it. Great. A whole song about it. This is one of the ones that I kind of skipped through. I was like, the song is boring. Sure, great. Um, I, I'm gonna tell you based. Well, unless it's like, and I don't know, and you can maybe tell me now, which mm. is, is this like a sung through, like a like a Les Mis or like an Evita? Not that I can tell, but I don't actually. Sure, know. then this is too much music. <laughs> I don't know. I it might be. I okay. don't actually know the All answer because right. the because it's in German, so you don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's in German, and some of I just listened to the soundtrack. Some of. I assume some of this is not on the soundtrack because oh, okay, I don't okay, recognize okay. all of these sure, titles. Sure, sure. Uh, I sure, have heard some of I got you. Okay. Um, Keep going. So it might be like a lame is where it's all sung through. All right. I also um there are lots of bootlegs available of this. Like the minute like you just type it in and like no one is policing this. So like you Sure. <laughs> if anything, they're like, any, give us some publicity, like, get in there. Literally any bootleg. And there's some with subtitles and some without, so like that's great. Um and yeah. I didn't watch any because I didn't have the time. They are. It is a two and a half hour show. So oh, like, mm, that's sure, maybe it is dog, a song. But, too. All right. Keep um, it might be. So anyway, so they sing a, a song about a weird guy. Um, Chagall refuses to talk about him that night. Sarah tricks Alfred into giving up his bath for her. Okay. And the song is called Du bist wirklich sehr nett. And the translation is just like, you're really very nice. <laughs> sure. Well, Gustav Gustav. Sure. I'm just, I'm reading the Wikipedia breakdown of this where it's oh. like, uh, Sarah tricks Alfred into giving up his bath for her as she joyfully soaps her sponge. Gross. Hey, oh. Gross. <laughs> very gross. Um, so I don't know what that's it about, but she's like soaping a sponge, sure. I guess. Uh, Count von Crocklock. Crolock? Sure, Crow-lock. I added extra letters sure. in there. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> We're reading it. This is hard. Um, Count von Crolock, uh, he's an aristocrat. Aristocratic. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. He's a vampire. So He's a rich vampire. He's a real rich vampire and breaks into the bathroom um, from the roof. Great. Inviting her to a midnight ball at his castle. Um, and the song is called Invitation to the Ball. Have you ever read uh, Bram Stoker's original Dracula? Uh, not all the way through. Sure. I've never read it because it just, I don't care. And also, <laughs> but I, is the, is a ball, because I feel like every time there's a vampire movie, there's, there's a ball. ball. So do you, is there, mm. I wonder if there's a ball. No, I don't know. No. Um, you know what I Guys, did? we could look it up, but we're not going to. We're not. Um, I have a copy of it on somewhere, but, okay. um, I did a staged version of it in high school. And I don't think there was a ball, but okay. I don't remember. Listen, I'm going to tell you, uh, we've discussed I don't like spooky season. And it's because, and the funny thing is, when I was younger, I love scary stuff. And we used to do a lot of scary movie things and whatever. Um, it's a thing where, as I've gotten older, scary things when you live alone in the woods oh, are no. much more scary. No, no. Yeah, and no so I don't love them. But in a way where stuff like this, I would be less interested in a Dracula and much more, because I love this story, uh, Portrait of Dorian Gray. Mm. I find that to be much more spooky and scary than kind of this. That's fair. Um, and it still has, like, similar mysticism things yeah. and magic and whatever, but... Um, I have always found I really like vampire lore. I think that's my thing, although this is dumb, but... <laughs> sure, I, we're counting this? this mm, not this. Okay. Uh, but, like, I really like, like, the Dracula, like, the stage version of Dracula is very fun, very sure. creepy. Um, Sorry to tangent us. No, it's fine. Uh, we When I was, when we were doing it in high school, they were showing the original Nosferatu silent film at the DIA. Sure. Yeah, and so we went to see that, and that was very cool. Sure, that is cool. Um, creepy and cool, and I love it. Um, but, yeah, vampire stuff, I'm, like, all about, I was, like, totally, like, a Twilight girl, like... Yeah, it's fine. Now <laughs> I mean, just... story checks out. <laughs> I, honestly, though, now I just watch Twilight as like, an excuse to, like, ogle Rob Pattinson's jawline, because, like, hello. But that's it. That's where I'm at. So, anyway, we're back. Um, <laughs> there's a ball. There's a ball. And in, in they sing a song called Invitation to the Ball. 
Um, so he's about to bite Sarah, but Alfred, who's been spying on Sarah's bathing ritual. Cool. What the- Alfred! No! Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. No! In a fun way, helpful, because it keeps her from being bitten by a but vampire. Also, that's disgusting. But also, bad. No. Bad, bad, bad. Absolutely bad. not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. Um, sure, he's been just creeping. But he screams for help now, so he does stop her from getting bitten, we think. Um, Chagall and Rebecca, they, her wife, they arrive, they're pissed. Uh, oh my god, what? Sure, sure. I read it. I was, no, I was ahead of you. Oh and god. I was like, mm. Okay, so the next slide, I like don't even want to say it out loud. No, I think you have to. I, it says, Sarah's father, oh my god, Sarah's father spanks her and forbids her to ever go outside. And I so, just. So not quite hate, Rapunzel, but. hate it all so much. Sure. I just am so, I'm gonna barf. Okay. Sorry. Um, however, however, later that night, uh, how are we saying this dude's I'm name? I'm saying Kukul. Kukul. All right. Kukul. Who is this guy again? Is he the uh, creepy, the hunchback? No, no, no. Hold on. Kukul is, oh yes, he's the hideous okay. hunchback. Okay. Kukul yeah. is the hunchback who lives in the woods. He yeah. arrives at the inn, um, and leaves a red bundle for Sarah on her, on the doorstep, which is, don't open that. Sure. <laughs> Just, don't do it. Sure. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> do not open that thing. Stop. So she sneaks outside and discovers it. It's a pair of expensive red boots. What? Sure. <laughs> what is this show? Well. Did it become kinky boots? Like, what happened here? It's, sure. So essentially, though, <laughs> what we can glean is that Kukul is doing the bidding of. Of the vampire, Count right? Von, bleh, bleh. Like, <laughs> sure, I can't. This is too many characters. Where I'm, I need them to just be named, like, <laughs> Tom, Dracula. Like, Jerry? I can't. Yeah. yeah, like, I can't. This is too much. Dracula oh my god that's so strange um so anyway it's a pair of boots cool that are very expensive and red honestly good for you alfred comes outside also and is like hey i love you um and they sing a song called outside is freedom which is like what the fuck which is true guys that's true (laughs) oh my god so they plan to run away together and sarah asks alfred oh my um, god to go what is this okay to go back into the house and get her sponge uh, I don't understand what the sponge sure. is about. Sure, do you know what? That's do you weird. know what we're discovering? This is some weird German shit, I think, in which is this potentially does not... Is part of German culture? No, I don't know, but, like, where this maybe just doesn't translate as well to, like, American sensibilities, where... Okay, maybe it's that. You know, I don't know. Okay, just keep going. I don't know. I'm not familiar with German, like, pop culture, so maybe this is... I'm sure, I don't know. We're trying so hard to, like, make it work, but anyway, so he's going to get her sponge. Um, and she is gone, and Sarah is, like, fantasizing about, like, a fantastical romantic vampire ball that she is missing, um, but decides to, oh, yeah, so then she decides to just go to the ball, um, (laughs) instead of, instead of waiting for Alfred, because whatever. Who went to go get her sponge? Yeah. honestly... What the hell? Sure. Um, I, there's a song called Stronger Than We Are, and I think that's just her song, and I think, if this is the one I'm thinking of, I listened to it. And it is shouty and like not. Good. Oh, it's a shouty time. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Okay, it is not great. Cool. Um, there's one song. Maybe it's not this one, but there's one song I listened to where I was like, "Whoo, that's a lot for me." And okay. it's not well performed or oh, well written. Sure, it's fine. Um, sorry, sorry to whoever like originated this role in the recording, but it's not good. Um, so she runs off into the woods and she's like, "See you later." Um, Alfred freaks out and is like, "Okay." Um, Chagall and Rebecca, her parents, uh, who own the inn, they run outside, but she is absolutely gone, girl. Sure. And out of there. So Chagall um puts some garlic on and <laughs> no, but the Wikipedia <laughs> just wraps himself in garlic. 
which is I like that was a weird way to say hilarious. It. Yeah, so he I, in my head he's a garlic mummy, and he's just just cloves of garlic sure. everywhere, and you smell him from like three miles away, and he's going into the woods. So bye. <sighs> the next morning, oh my god! The next morning, Chagall's frozen body is found. So he damn all right. Okay, so that garlic wrap did nothing, or he just got lost and froze to death who knows who knows i don't know german stuff rebecca is really sad and so they sing a song where they mourn him and that's fine um <clears throat> the professor discovers a small po- oh yeah no okay sure, discuss- sure, but <laughs> i was like mm, i don't think he was fro he like got lost and got frozen but like okay who knows um the professor discovers small puncture wounds all over his body and the villagers are like absolutely still in denial they assume uh incorrectly <laughs> sure. that uh these puncture wounds came from wolf bites <laughs> sure i mean which is precious okay these guys they don't know they're yeah. just wearing garlic for no reason um the professor hands rebecca a wooden stake and explains that she must puncture puncture chagall's heart in order to prevent him from becoming a vampire this is this is the lore that we have today. Yep. Uh, hysterical, Rebecca chases him and Alfred out of the room, recovering oh, covering her husband in a bed sheet and swearing she would never let anyone violate his corpse. Okay, so he's going to come back as a vampire. I was just going to say, Mista- um, mistake, mistake, mistake. There's like the alarm bells are going off in like everyone's head. And she's like, no, absolutely not. I'm hysterical. So that's fine. In the middle of the night, Magda sl- sneaks downstairs to look at Chagall's corpse, um, expressing oh, no. mixed feelings about him. Um about his death yeah. <laughs> about his death and the song that she sings is uh it's called i'm not gonna do that it just the, the line is to be dead is strange which is true i okay. guess uh-oh <laughs> suddenly chagall sits up and is now a vampire um which again i just imagine the cheesiness of the staging <laughs> just no like- it's 100 percent like he's under a sheet and she's like oh. singing to him and then he just like sits up and there, and there he is. Yeah. Uh, Magda tries to fend him off with a crucifix, but being a Jewish, <laughs> sure. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Being a Jewish vampire, he manages to overpower her and feed on her blood, killing her in the process. Uh, so well, that's fine. <laughs> sure. This crucifix does nothing for me because well, I am Jewish. I'm Jewish. If I were a Catholic vampire, I'd I be would good. Be God fearing enough to be like, I no, thank you. Oh my God, that's wild. Okay, fine. Sure. What a what a very I have a lot of follow-up questions mm-hmm. about, like, the, the theology of well, vampires. Well, <laughs> we're fine. just like, is the way to, like, if you're a vampire and yeah. you're like, I want to create more vampires in a way where we cannot be harmed, I'm going to go find some Jews <laughs> because we are immune, immune to, the to crucifixes. Defense. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh my God. good luck, Van Helsing, with your stupid crucifix. Jesus, yeah. still <laughs> coming, like, whatevs, bye. Jesus, we just thought he was a guy. No right. one cares about him. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Man. It's okay. a lot. Um. So anyway, uh, he's she's dead now. <laughs> sure. Or so we think. Uh, maybe she comes back too, probably. Yeah. Alfred and the professor sneak into the room as well, planning on to stake Chagall, but they find Magda's body there instead. Uh, now they're like, oh, crap. And so a chase ensues. And they finally corner Chagall, who begs for mercy and promises to show them the route to the vampire's castle, where his daughter is supposedly held, if they spare him. That was a big run-on sentence. Sure. Did you see that? I did. That was cool. So anyway, um, great. Chagall leads the two heroes, oh, they're heroes now. <laughs> okay. Fine. Uh, to a giant castle. Um, and the song is called Through the Wilderness to the Castle. <laughs> cool. Sure. So as always, <laughs> as we've learned, in which... When we write our musical, I can't wait to just have the titles be all the things that are happening. Just so, so John over. woke up. 
The song is called Jet Sarah Mobile. fell down. Like, I just, like, I cannot wait. I just, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, so the, the mysterious count guy shows up. And he also has a flamboyant son named Herbert, who is instantly attracted to Alfred. I do, okay. I like this part. This is funny to me. Because inclusion <laughs> and representation. I guess. Well, Although, sure. Well, but vampire, sure. Vampires have a long history of, like, uh, non, uh, just, like, by pansexualness. Yeah, like, like just like, hey, man. We're doing this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It says he's flamboyant. Here's the thing. Is this like now we're like a caricature? Also, of, like, isn't in Spam a lot? Isn't, her, isn't the son? Oh, my God. Yes, he is. <gasps> okay. Yes. Okay. That's just a side note. Keep going. Love that for us. Okay. Um, so he's instantly attracted to Alfred, the assistant, which is fine. Um, Von Krolock, in, which is the vampire, invites the two men into his domain. And they reluctantly accept the invitation. And that is the end of Act 1. Sure. I'm going to tell you. Um, so far, this show suffers from... From a what the fuck of it all? Or, like, what? Well, no. In a way where this is... So much that's happened already should have just... Like, this should be the climax. Like, they yeah. they get to the thing and then... Like, but we're only at the end of Act 1. Where all the ago. things that have happened is just, like... It feels like filler. Yeah. Yeah. And, like could have gone faster probably yeah anyway so that's cool uh sarah is uh, anyway here's act two <laughs> sure uh, anyway intermission um over. we sometimes we do take an intermission break where we like no we chat things, but this is but no we have I to just keep going we gotta plow through this we do <laughs> this is where it gets weird um sarah oh. sarah's yeah no wait let me let me just get okay, there okay sarah is at the castle and she's just walking around the halls like hey what's up and she's like thinking about what her relationship with the court the count is and he's like well this vampire is cool um, the vampire appears to, like, welcome her and manages to resist biting her, um, and he plans to, like, save her for the ball. Do you know what? The vampire stuff, and this is, like, maybe, I mean, this is, like, a duh, but, like, I find it's all just, like, sexual, like... Oh, so much, You know, right? where you're like, I want to, like, I want to bite you, but I'm going to wait. Let's yeah. wait till tomorrow. Like, well, whatever. Um, and they, this is where sure, they I was going to say. Total Eclipse of the Heart in its entirety with German lyrics. <laughs> Shit. It's the whole song, and it's sure, that's the shit. beginning it, of Act Two. Here's the thing: it is in Wikipedia. It is connected to Total Eclipse of the Heart. It's so weird. So they just sing Total Eclipse of the Heart in German, but I don't, I don't know if it's like the actual lyrics just translated in, or if it's like show specific. Because again, it's German, so I don't know. I didn't look up the lyrics because I was like, I sure, who's don't singing, have the time for so this. So who's singing the turnaround? Is she going to around? And he's like, every now and then I get a so, little bit. I, it's it's weird because like I listened to this and I, then I made Alan listen to it this morning before I left because I was like, are you listening? Are, are you hearing this? Um, it's like the the ensemble is like do 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 and then she sings the oh thing, and then it's more of that and then he like comes in at some point and that's when I was like, what am I? What is this? <laughs> like, oh my god, it was bonkers. This so, is so this is a jukebox musical. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it like jukebox musical with one song. <laughs> do you know what's a fun time is? I have used Total Eclipse of the Heart in a jukebox musical and that's fine. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It works as a song like that. If you have two people singing it and you make it a duet in that way, it's just, it works. It's just too funny. That's the problem is like no, everyone is well, like this is too funny. Sure, that's we used it as a obviously a comic relief. Yeah, it and it in the society that we live in, everyone hears that song. They're like, oh, my God. Great. This is so Well, funny. you also picture, at least, I like, I'm the right age, where I picture the music video. Yeah, because it was where weird. Where it's just, like, an open, dusty, like, 
<laughs> guys, uh, do yourselves a, young people, do yourselves a favor. Go, go Google YouTube, search this music video, and then turn it way, way up and have yourself a great time. Okay. Do you remember, Karen, maybe you didn't see this. I don't know. But when I was like in uh, early college, there was like a video going around that was like, what do they call them? Honest lyrics or something? Sure. And it was like some guy just like describing what was happening, but like too. Like, <laughs> so it was like creepy window. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I remember so they were so good. Oh, so funny. guys, try to look that. Sure, maybe I, I will try to look that up. Down, uh, I will try to find it. And if we can find it, we'll Please put a link. But so like, funny. no, it was like sure. It was. I think it was called honest lyrics, where it was yeah. just like in the same. Like melody and like tune, but it was just like describing on the screen what she happened. walked toward the window and sat down. Like it was Creepy very, very children. Good. Yeah, was like, yeah. Oh man! Sure. It oh was shit! So now I really want to good. Find it. I oh, and I remember like watching it and being like, "This is the best thing I've ever seen." And then looking for it later and not being able to find okay. it. And I was really disappointed. So anyway, um, the opener to Act Two was "Total Eclipse of the Heart" in German, and I love that's that. fine. That's a banger open. It's weird because it's like it's not supposed to be funny and that's why it's weird <sighs> okay i'm okay keep going um anyway at the same time alfred is asleep um i guess why is he asleep alfred he's tired at the castle you gotta be on your a-game man you're in the vampire castle dude all right fine um so alfred's asleep with the professor in a guest room which i believe i think this is like kind of something that happens in bram stoker it is they um, like it's uh but it's like Har- harker jonathan harker and, and, and Seward or whatever yeah. they like show up and they like stay in yes. dracula's castle yeah like, they stay for a long time in the original yeah yes so like that this may be his allusion to that but like sure. in a weird way fine they they have a guest room and they're sleeping there um they also have really bad nightmares which i think also happens in bram stoker yep um, with one nightmare, he, uh, loses Sarah to the bloodthirsty vampires, and they sing a song called Carpe Noctem. Noctem. No, there's no H. Sure. Um, sure. Seize the, the night. the night, yeah. yeah. which is not. Oh my god, we do know German. Good for us. No, that's not German. That's, Oh that's, no, that's uh, Latin. Latin. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I was like, wait, wait. Incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure, it's, it's like the opposite of seize the day. <laughs> sure, I was like, wait, that's Latin. Okay, keep Indeed. going. Indeed. <laughs> Got it. Um, I gave my students some Latin, just like a little bit of Latin, my sixth graders the other day, and they were like this like they could not handle it they, sure why it's, are we doing it's it? bad shit oh it was so and then i had to explain like the dead language of it all it was fun sure. um the next morning alfred wants to find sarah and flee the castle um a perfect day for sarah is what the thing is called it's weird um but the professor is like no 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 we gotta we gotta find this vampire and herbert and <laughs> sure and stake him sorry herbert <laughs> i just i love that it's like and herbert yeah so we're gonna find the vampires and like stake kill them all Alfred and the professor make their way out um, into the crypt, and the song is called In the Crypt. Yep. <laughs> and they find the Which vampire. sounds like a rap song, but that's <laughs> fine. I, let's write that it, rap it's, song. <laughs> it's the, it was the original 50 Cent in the club. Oh, my God. But they were in like, the he was like, in the crypt? And they are the like, Halloween no, version. no, no. Sure, that is the Halloween spoof version. <laughs> I hate it, and I love it so much. Sure. It's a rap in German, guys. It's great. Um, and so they find the vampires in the crypt, in the crypt, I'm sorry. You? Um, and they, oh, um, they become, stu- the professor is like stuck on a banister or something as he attempts to get in the crypt. Um, and Alfred is like, he's like, Alfred, just go, go get him. Go take the stake and go. And Alfred can't do it. Um, and he can't bring himself to drive stake through the hearts. Okay, great. Um, the professor <clears throat> can think of nothing else, but here's a noise. What? Um, just as the hapless duo flee the crypt, and Chagall arrives with Magda's coffin. 
Okay. Magda climbs out and is now a vampire. So that's cool. And finally, oh my God. Sure. Do I have to read this too? Yes. Like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, finally concedes to having a sexual relationship with Chagall. Well, because you know, the they're thing. both dead now. Well, they're both vampires. And like, surely once you have died, it potentially dissolves your marriage. Or your sense of like morality. Or like... Well, he already didn't have that though, because he was already chasing her around when he was. That's fair. It was her that was like, no, thank you. So yeah, now so she's now like, I'm a vampire. What is gone? And she's like, forget sure. it, I guess. <clears throat> so that's fine. And were they watching when they decided that that was going to be an okay thing? Like, I don't want to know what the staging looks like. No, no, no. They probably have left, and the staging is just them being like, let's go. Is there a song? No, there isn't a song. No, thank God. Okay. Well, then maybe it's not, it's not like a. I don't. I'm thinking no, they about probably it too much like now just kiss or to. something. Yeah, I don't. You are thinking. Let's I, keep going. I would like to not anymore. Um, okay, so anyway, Alfred and the professor continue to search the castle. They find the library in a song called "Books, Books." <laughs> this is <true. laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Where they're just like, "What is this room?" And they're like, "Books, Books." I did not get that far into the the um the soundtrack, so I don't know oh, what no, that song okay. sounds That's like. That's too bad. Right. I have oh, a lot but <laughs> keep going because there's a song that follows it up called "Even More Books." <laughs> so cool. I cannot. Okay, so Alfred, uh, yeah, sir. They find a small room, and they find Sarah again in the bathroom. Why is she always in a bathroom? She loves the bathroom. What's up with this? Um, and she's apparently unharmed, but I feel like that means that oh, she yeah. has been harmed. Um, Alfred is like, hey, let's go. And she's like, no thanks. She wants to stay for the midnight ball. Honestly, I feel like this is stereotyping women a little bit. Like, not all women are like, hey, let's just go to the dance. But okay, fine. She coaxes Alfred uh, to leave the room um, in another encounter in the library. And that's the song called Even More Books. (laughs) That's right. Even More Books. Crazy. So she's getting dressed. Do you think that they did something or was no, she she's, just in no, the no, bathroom no 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 it, if you read the whole sentence she coaxes alfred to leave the room okay involving another encounter in the library while she gets dressed oh well she, okay so she's getting dressed she's like hey let's go to this library she's like you need to go to the library so i can get dressed great okay so when alfred comes back because he's gone somewhere sarah is gone and herbert is in her place whoa alfred um, is back in the library that's what happens yep yeah herbert tries to flirt with the confused uh, and terrified, quote, hero. Sure. Why, why is it in quotes now? I don't know, man. That's fine. I don't know. That's fine. And the, but the song is gross. Um, and it's called When Love is Inside You. And I hate that. Flirty. I hate it a lot. Um, which culminates in lunging at Alfred's neck. But the professor comes in in the nick of time and hits the young vampire with an umbrella. That's specific. <laughs> That's pretty that specific. That sounds like an improv game gone wrong, doesn't well, it? Well, like, it just feels like, like, like... I've saved you from this sure, vampire with an umbrella. Where was the professor during... Like, this is... Now we're starting a plot hole, oh, so... Oh, boy. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. It's like beyond contrivances at this yeah. point, too. It's fine. So anyway, Alfred and the professor make it outside, and the sun is setting. <clears throat> And they're confronted by the vampire who, like, is, like, mocks the professor's naive attempt to destroy him. And the song is called You're Wrong, Professor. So that's great. Sure. Fine. Um, And then to their horror, a whole mob of vampires show up in the churchyard. Terrifying. Um, But they're here for the dance, so they're going to the ballroom. Um, The song is called Eternity, which is... Sure, that feels like a fun number. Maybe. I don't I didn't listen to it. Uh, as the vampires leave their resting places, um, Von Krolock, the main vampire guy, uh, reflects on his painful damnation as he, uh, as a member of the undead. Mm. Um, 
and the the song that he sings is called the insatiable greed gross um alfred overhears this and the professor dismisses the vampire as nothing more than a monster. Sure. So now we're getting to like an existential part of this. We are. <laughs> no, okay. like, is he, you know, does he have feelings? But does he have so a soul? essentially, Alfred is the is the Jonathan Harker character, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and Sarah is the like Mina Murray. Mm-hmm. And then the professor is potentially like a Van Helsing type person. Yeah. Um, sure. But what a fun time is we're not using any of those names no, so no, we just got you just have to like uh, this is like around. a fan fiction it is where like they've changed all the names but like here like it's like when 50 shades of gray came out and, like right. all the characters are supposed to be characters from twilight correct they just, like change the names you're like oh christian oh christian edward anna yeah. right kate okay fine um I didn't read the book. I just, I want to clarify that. I didn't read it. Uh, sure, I did. I read all those books so that when people were like, sure, I read all the Twilight books and I read all the Fifty Shades books so that when people were like, oh, you don't even know, you haven't even read them and you don't like them, I could be like, no, I did read them and they're all trash. They were bad. Anyway. I did read Twilight. It is trash, but I liked it. Because um, <laughs> I was in, in high school and I didn't know better. Sure. Um, I did not read Fifty Shades because I was like, well, this is... Oh, it's smutty, dumb. smutty nonsense yeah. in a way where... Um, it's, like, funny because I believe, sure, my sense of Fifty Shades is that uh, women, and men, but particularly women, have been reading smutty nonsense like that for years and years and years. Sure. And it just, for whatever reason, like, hit, I think, the right time of, like, ebooks and shit like that, <laughs> that it became, like, a thing where, yeah. like, previously you had to take your, like, dime store... Uh, like Joanna Lindsay, half naked man, like Fabio on oh, the cover sure, book, the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like you couldn't carry that around on the subway. No. You had to like keep it in your nightstand, like late, late at night. But now, yeah. but you could put Fifty Shades a on that tablet, and it was like modern. So you know, okay, um, sure. I they're a smutty time. I mean, that's what I me heard. Wrong. I I didn't read it because uh, everyone was like. Badly written. Like, yeah, it's not. not oh, good. they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, they're like, about as well written as the Twilight something books. Spicy. I want it to be well written. Um, sure. Know. And it was that thing too, where uh, like I remember the BDSM community got mad because they're like, "Well, this is not a representation of like what we oh, do." Oh, yeah, yeah. Like this is bullshit. Isn't it kind of like, kind of supposed to be BDSM. Oh, it's supposed it? to be very BDSM. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Spicy in that way, but in a way where. Um, like I said, I the actual community was like, did this lady do any research into our community? Because this is, like, poorly represented. And, like the Twilight books, like a poor power dynamic of, like, man, woman, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Well, that was, I mean, that's that's a difficult thing in Twilight in general. Like, looking back on it, you're like, oh, oh, the gaslighting sure is, is... Sure is bad. Real bad. Yeah. And also, boundary, what... No. Well, right. and it goes back to the thing of like the woman has to change and the man blah blah and like yeah. I don't know. In that way, I would rather if I'm going to read like a smutty time, yeah. I potentially would rather read a smutty time in which the woman has some agency and like do and and has like and it's not as much as like oh, bow down uh, whatever. Sure. She had no personality also, which is like a real weird thing. She well, was like very much an everyman and not in the best way. Sure. No, okay. like a passive observer and that's how Anastasia is too. They're pretty much the same. Great. They're written exactly the same way in that sense. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. So anyway. <laughs> Join um, us for our Fifty Shades of Grey podcast. We are. Off. Welcome to our, Jesus. It, can it just be Twilight instead? I would, I have more to bring to that table than a Fifty Shades podcast. Um, anyway, the vampires show up at the castle and the dance begins. And the, the song is called The Dance Hall. Um, <laughs> Alfred and the professor sneak their way 
inside dressed as members of the undead. I don't know what that looks like. I don't sure. know what that well, means. Okay. How do you dress like an undead person? Well, Count- traditionally vampires are pretty like stylish uh, and like dressed very well. So maybe I don't they know in this like, production. Old clothes maybe. because like they they're, they've been alive sure. for like 100 years. Who knows? Count uh, von Krolock appears at the top of the stairs to introduce his guest whom he forbids the other vampires to touch. This feels a little like Phantom of the Opera, like a little bit. Yeah. Um, except for the part where he has the guest with him. Sarah shows up in the ballroom in an elegant red gown and approaches Von Krolock. He is quick to embrace her with a bite, draining her blood. Well, that's, Whoa! Wait a minute. Jesus! <laughs> oh my god. Okay. That just like came out of nowhere. Sure. That oh, okay. escalated quickly. It did escalate quickly because there hasn't been a song title in like no. a minute. Maybe Jesus. this is the whole song. Um, the Count then proceeds to dance with the weakened Sarah as the other vampires join them in a minuet. Okay. Cool. Whatever. Um, Alfred and the Professor plan to sneak Sarah out during the oh. dance. But why? Okay. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately for them, a mirror is unveiled, blowing their cover since they're the only ones reflect. I do like this. Sure. That's cool. Me too. That's kind of fun. Um, I dig that. They're the only ones that are in the mirror because, like, vampires historically do not have reflections. That's cool. Because they don't have souls. There's no soul. Ah, oh, that's very... Okay, this is the yep. one part of the story I like, and that's neat. Um, Von Krolock commands his vampire flock to attack Alfred and the professor, but Alfred manages to make a makeshift cross out of two candelabras, causing a diversion. Wait, but are these not Jewish vampires? (laughs) Are any of them Jewish? You got agnostic vampires anywhere? You got some atheists? Like, anything that is resistant to a cross? No? Okay, great. Um, Sure, where you're just like, oh, I don't believe in God, so. Yeah, I... That means you're, you've made a you've made a like shape of a cross, but okay. Your cross thing is nothing. Sure. Um. Yep. So the three humans escape. Great. And von Krolock is very angry and sends the hunchback guy who lives in the woods to chase after Sarah, who is with the professor and Alfred. There's no <laughs> blood left. Like she she got bit. Well, she, it says draining her blood. So here's what I'm going to tell you: not a doctor, but. <laughs> Thank you um, for that preface. You, well, I like, but I like to keep it honest and keep my credentials tight. Oh my god! Um, not a doctor, but if you've been drained of blood, you're probably dead. I don't know how how you maybe not alive. I don't know, man. Um, so anyway, they're gone. Oh my um, god, we're almost at the end. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. But I don't know how this is gonna wrap up. This sure. is wild. Um, so the hunchback guy is chasing Alfred and Sarah and the professor through the woods. Uh, oh my god! Sure. <laughs> The hunchback is attacked by wolves and killed. Fine. Sure. I think I wonder how they do that on stage. Uh, good question. Oh my god, is it like is it like people are showing up in wolf costumes? Well, that's what I was going to say. It's they're like that. cats, like like a cats. Oh my god. Cats costume, you know like oh that god. kind of costuming where they're just like dance. Like, now I want to watch one of these bootlegs. Sure. I don't want to spend too much time. a little bit doing do- it. well, you'd like a fast forward. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, that's oh, that should be should be our Halloween special. Um so he's attacked by wolves and killed. The three heroes, to recap. Sure, now Alfred, they're all heroes Professor now. Cool. And Sarah, they're on the hillside and they're going to rest. Once Alfred uh, professes, <laughs> professes his love to Sarah yet again, the lovers embrace uh, and they sing Outside is Freedom reprise. <laughs> oh, thank God. Amazing. Sarah is, however, already oh. turned. And then bites oh, Alfred no. in the middle of the song, and then he's a vampire, and they just like flee into the woods. Oh and the my professor God. is just writing things down and doesn't see anything that's happening behind him. <laughs> okay. Well, what the fuck? that's a fun contrivance. Um, <laughs> where he's just like, I gotta take these notes, can't hear what's happening behind me. I 
I can't. And so then there's an epilogue where all the vampires sing and they like dance and stuff. And the so, song is called Dance of the Vampire. Sure. So they don't kill the <laughs> professor though. They just do all this behind him and then leave. They just leave him. And then he like looks up and like turns around. <laughs> he's, and he's like, like Alfred, Sarah, guys, oh my God. where are you? I, 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 what? <laughs> sure. Okay. Oh my God. I mean, here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um. So anyway, that is the story. Okay. Um, it's fine. Um, is it? It's, it is what it is. I don't know. Um, it, it did, it was translated into English, uh, at one point. I don't think it lasted very long. Sure. Um, Broadway anywhere. I'm see. like trying to like, sure. I'm trying to, sure. We're trying, trying to, to skim to... through all this nonsense, but it's like a lot of nonsense. It is. Uh, 2000, back in 2000. Yeah. Um, ba, 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 ba. I think it like, Closed, like pretty early after that or something sure I don't know, like a lot of people well it went through them. a lot of changes and it said um <laughs> sure the new version described by simon to the press as a big wagnerian musical with lots of humor wagnerians wagnerians sure sorry. thank you this is, is no nope, you're right <laughs> uh, sure wagner um <coughs> um pure mel brooks and a lot of Anne rice uh, and to the by invitation only audience as a musical for people who think musicals suck and it was met with a mixed reception. No shit. Weird. Um, sure. Uh, sure. And then at some point they cast Michael Crawford. Honestly, not that surprising. I no, don't know. No, that co- story checks it out. It kind of checks out because, again, it said it's a lot like Mother oh, Dice. Sure. They were trying to get him into a three-year contract. Oof. And he was like, no. Yeah, sure. Great. Whoa, Michael Thank Crawford. You. So they tried to get him and he was like, yeah, I'm going to need some assurances before I take that for three years. He demanded complete creative control of his character. Whoa. He wanted a retirement package of up to $20 million a year. $20 million a year. Oh um, and he also preferred to have first refusal refusal on uh, to reprise the role in London and Los Angeles. Wow. That's a wow. lot. That's a wow. Wow. Man, Michael Crawford. Also, okay. that he would receive the role of Von Krolock in any resulting film version Oh, having recently lost the film role, The Phantom of the Opera, to initial star Antonio Banderas. Wait, it was supposed to be Antonio Banderas? Yeah, it was later replaced by Gerard Butler. Stop it. I That would have been a real different movie. Ooh, it would not. That's... (laughs) Sure. My brain. My brain didn't know that, and she's not doing okay. Okay, so anyway. um, Wild. Um, Some things stuck out to me in, like, the the preview slash opening section of this thing. Okay. Um, So... Um, it opened um, in on Broadway in 2002, and um, the English book. I they say it was supposed to be credited by with to John, Jim Steinman, mm-hmm. um, but there's like all these people, whatever. So sure. um, Michael Crawford, I guess, was in it and was reviewed harshly. Um, and the reviews sure. came out, and Jim Steinman made a show of his disapproval of the project Ooh, shit. Um, by not attending the opening and publicly <laughs> distancing himself from a show that had too many cooks in the kitchen, yep. um, which is kind of checks out a little bit. And then he's like quoted as saying, quote, the show that I wrote is not at the Minskoff. The show that is dear to me is still running in Vienna. Um, oh. Sure, that's fine. Um, he also would say that <clears throat> the Dance of the Vampires that we know was utter shit in all caps sure. on his blog, which is crazy. Um, he described the production as a shit pile. Um, he, <laughs> he said that his music was wasted on the show. 
Um, and he was careful to make the clear distinction um, between the Broadway version and the European version. That was supposed to be successful, but we just read that and it did okay. Here's what I will say. Um, sure. It finally opened in 2002. Yeah. In it, late 2002. In Europe, it had been running for like the whole decade. Like in Russia, it ran up right. until 2018. Yep. In Copenhagen, it ran in 2020. Sure. Probably. Only, it only ran for 56 performances in New York. That was fine. That, that makes sense. That's, sure. I'm surprised that it is like that many, but okay. Um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, that's... Um, one of the costliest failures in Broadway history, losing roughly $12 million. Sure, but it's interesting because the American version had uh, Max von Essen in it sure. and Mandy Gonzalez, who now are, like, oh, some peeps. Reason. Yeah. Um, it yeah. still, like, is crazy to me that, like, the only song that is, rec- like, recognizable outside of the music of the show is Total Eclipse of the Heart, and they sure. thought that was a good choice. <laughs> well, it's interesting because this, like, it really ran, it's run internationally. Yeah. That's because Europe loves a vampire, y'all. They do. In which America, I think, does, but they like in the, a softer way. They like the American version of the vampire. That's yeah. like Anne Rice or yeah. Stephanie Meyer. Um, Gross. Whoever. <laughs> whatever, Gross. man. Gross. Um, oh, this is so weird. I'm so happy we did this. <laughs> sure. My favorite is that in some version, some, sure, some, in the final version of the American Broadway, there's there are two characters that are, don't exist in that retelling named Nadia. Oh, yeah. And Jaja. And Boris. And Boris. Who's Boris? We don't know. We don't know. There's too so many that's, characters. That's honestly oh my God, fun. I wish they existed. Ew, okay, but like, let's read some of the song titles in the final version because I just read a song title called Don't Leave Daddy and I hate it. So oh, sure. I hate that. Don't Leave Daddy. Death is such an odd... The Red Boots Ballet. Ooh, I like that. What's up with that? Um... Cool, 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 cool. Vampires in Love. Vampires, Vampires in Love is the Total love. Eclipse of the Heart song, which is that's fun. What the world? I just can't. I don't oh, know. Oh, good. Man. They left books, books. They... <laughs> and God. garlic. And go- sure, and garlic. Thank God. I was worried Those about were it. my two bangers that I definitely wanted to make sure were in there. I'm really well, worried about it. Lauren, I'm sad. I'm sad we did this because. <laughs> Now it's like knowledge that I have to have. You just have to live with this. And I don't want it. <laughs> and Why I'm not? sad for that. And uh yeah, that's where I'm at. Oh, uh okay, God. on sure. Um on a scale of zero pieces of garlic <laughs> and a full robe of garlic. Ew. What would you what would you give this? I don't a garlic just one clove? I don't know. Like one clove? You said a full robe. I know, but like, sure, okay, sure. You're In my head, it the robe clove? is just like strings of cloves of it garlic. Is. It is, and I'll give it a clove because okay. I like the the plot point where they see each other in the mirror and they're the only ones that have. Reflections. That's your clove. That's my one clove. Um, That's it. I'm gonna give it a a tasteful garlic belt. Where why? Sure, because <laughs> it is pretty ballsy to take a vampire show. And base it all on source material that has existed for a million years uh-huh. and to just change the names and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then be like, look at my original vampire show. I also, also Total Eclipse of the Heart is here. Sure, also Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> and I do think it's ballsy to have a song called Garlic and Books Books, even more books. So for that reason, I give it like a nice, like a, like a nice belt. Oh my God. 
I hate this. Please follow us on Instagram and, and Twitter. <laughs> uh, That's your segue? Okay. Yeah, guys, you can find... Tell us how many garlics you would want. I love a good garlic, like a Mediterranean garlic paste. This is delicious. Um, Guys, follow us on our socials. We're at Downstage Left PC on all the things. Downstage Left PC at Gmail if you have a longer thought you would like to share. And, of course, Downstage Left Podcast. Um, Give (sighs) us a rating. Go to the things and give us a rating. It helps us. Tell us who we should follow, who we should pursue as a quest. Let's go back to that because that was a good, a better part of this episode. <laughs> sure, you maybe have, it's left you because now you're thinking about nonsense. But tell us, um, who, tell us who you want us to follow. Sure, uh, I'm gonna say we have to end this. So I'm gonna say uh, exit stage left, followed by a hunchback. <laughs> Wearing garlic, not Quasimodo. <laughs>